Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. By the way, last week we had an awesome five-day challenge I did for free. Uh, we had a VIP section as well. I brought wonderful speakers in. Breakfast with Champions, Lisa Copeland, Hoss Pratt came in, Elena Cardone spoke on Friday. 
and we just poured into real estate professionals. And I can tell you that when I'm doing that, I feel the most fulfilled. It was a free challenge. There was a, a small VIP, but you know, the money we get, we were given, given hundred dollar bills away last week uh, to the participants. So I was giving the money back, but it's not about money. It's about fulfillment, man. And I, I can tell you that those days I kept looking forward, not just to my Tuesday segment here on breakfast with champions, but I was also looking forward to pouring into the real estate professionals and also my team. If you're in business and this is something to think about, like how can you be a role model or an inspiration to your team? If you're, you know, leading a team and the fulfilling part was not just pouring into the real estate professionals and helping them grow their business and getting their mind right and expanding their beingness. But it was also inspiring my team and showing them what they should be doing and what they can be doing. And, you know, a lot of people in the mortgage industry and real estate think that they're just kind of stuck in their geographic location. And, just, you know, with all the problems that are going on with inventory and what have you, they, they think they can't expand out. Why? Well, I proved to them that you can. We had real estate agents from all over the country and building relationships with real estate agents all over the country. And I was, I was telling them that they could do that for the longest time. Telling's not always good enough. So I decided to do that five day challenge to show them, show them, give them, give them something to see, not just hear, and provided an opportunity for them to build relationships with real estate professionals all across the country. All right, we're at 170. I need 31 more to, to crack the 200 number for the share at the bottom. Very important that we hit targets in our lives. And I'm very, very obsessed with hitting targets. So I set a target of 200 shares of this room. Let's make it happen, guys. Come on, keep popping it up. Let's go, let's go. Come let's on, go, guys. Let's go, let's get some energy. All right, so while you guys are popping that share button, uh, I, wanna, I wanna tell you a story that really hit me when I was in Miami the last time. And we're in the midst of two tech startups. We're in uh, raising capital for them. One of them is Blueprinted, which we're already, you know, the, the uh, platform is already developed. We're doing an acceleration round because we want to start really going hard and pushing it out there. And we're building a team to build blueprints for people. But I was out there at an event and I was, you know, when you go to an event, you're meeting people and networking, which is very important. Don't get me wrong. But I'm in the midst of this capital raise and I'm thinking in my mind, I want to be on calls with investors. I don't want to be like at an event where there's, there might be investors, but they're not, it's not targeted at the time. So I'm going through this thing in my head and I was kind of, you know, sliding into that victim mentality mentality. And what, what happens a lot of times is we look for when we're in a situation that's uncomfortable, which this is uncomfortable for me. I'm not, I'm not afraid to ask for money or set appointments up, but I just, just have never done this before. I've never been in a situation where I'm raising capital for a tech company. So, and I usually lean into it, but I'm uncomfortable. And so psych psychologically and subconsciously, we're, we're always looking for the reason why we cannot achieve something to let ourselves off the hook. I'm like, I'm like nobody else. I mean, I mean unlike nobody else, I, I still go through those same things. I still have it creep in. The thing about me now, though, is I'm very quick to attack it when I notice that I'm doing that where I'm looking for excuses, I'm looking for reasons to make sense of not hitting a goal or target. By the way, uh, we're at 183 at the bottom. I'm paying attention to that target. That's a KPI right now that I'm looking at, shares of the room. And uh, we need about, I don't know, see, 17, 18, 18 more to crack the 200, to bust 200. 
So be able to uh, get that from the stage. Yeah, yeah, I think so. As a matter of fact, how about this? How about I be a role model and share the room myself and stop telling everybody else to do that? How about that? <laughs> let, me, let me be a role model for a minute. <laughs> there we go. All right. So I just shared two. There we. I, I added one. All right, cool. So anyway, uh, I was in the midst of at this event, looking for reasons to complain why I wasn't raising money at the moment. And I found myself in a situation where I was just was like, you know, in one of the moods that we all get in at times, not even enjoying the, 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 the Miami weather, not even enjoying the event that I was at for about 15 minutes. I went through this little thing and you know, I'm kind of ashamed to talk about this, except for the fact that I am human too, but I'm going to paint the picture for you guys. So I'm sitting there in uh, the good time hotel. I checked that little place out that Dave Grootman opened with Farrell, Pharrell, um, recently. And it's, it's a, it's a tiny little place. The rooms are like just enough, you know, to, to, to hold a bed and then get your suitcase just by the wall of the bed. And, uh, I, I found myself because I was in this frame of mind pointing out everything that was wrong and I'm not that type of person. So I was getting annoyed with myself for being that way. I don't know if you guys have ever been through that. Let me give some mic flashes. If that's, if you've ever been, I said in a, in a state or condition that that's just not you and you know it. So then you get annoyed about being in that condition, right? So, so then I'm going through this and, you know, I, I just, I just felt like that morning when I was going through this, I just didn't accomplish enough over the past two days. And so when I realized that that's part of my assessment, when I, when I assess things, I talk about this all the time. I assess things every day at the end of the day. And when, in the morning, when I wake up, I revisit that assessment because assessment leads to elevation. And I was kind of upset with myself, even though I was traveling, I had, I had the perfect excuse, the perfect story. By the way, John Maxwell says that the most dangerous thing on the planet is that's, I'm not quoting him. I'm just paraphrasing, but the most dangerous thing on the planet is a good story or a good excuse, right? I had the good excuse. And since I have such high expectations of myself and I didn't hit targets that I had aimed for that week, even though I had excuses, I was frustrated. So I'm having this tug of war in my mind, right? I'm, I'm, I'm fighting this thing because I'm feeling a certain way. I know I shouldn't be feeling that way. I'm trying to get out of it as fast as possible. And meanwhile, I'm trying to catch a flight, pack my bags up, missing the family, all the things I could go, I could get, list all these things, right? So, you know, I stopped for a second. I said, you know what? Let me, let me just stop. And I do what I always do when I feel this way. And I, I just feel like I'm not breaking out of it fast enough. I go to God and I, I just lay it on God. I lay it on God. And, and that's, to me, that is the best out of all. The best out is to pour, lay it on God and, and just, just release everything. Now, I'm, what I'm, who I'm speaking to today, by the way, I'm speaking to those of you that are struggling right now, that are stressed out right now, that are frustrated right now, that are just not feeling quite right right now. Maybe it's that your expectations aren't being met. Maybe you're not even clear on the ideal life that you want. And so you're struggling, you're drifting. And I'm also speaking though to the people that are, things are going great to right now. Because those of us that are, when things are going great, we don't appreciate it enough. We don't pay attention to it enough. The fact of where we are, we feel great. We're having success. And sometimes then what happens is our ego and pride gets the best of us and we forget to be grateful. So I'm speaking to all of you. 
no matter where you are right now. So I said this prayer to God and I told him that I'm thankful for everything that I have. I know how blessed I am. And when you know how blessed you are, even when you do, you still need to be reminded and shown. And that's what was going through uh, my, my, my head at that moment. I was, I was needing to be shown. And, you know, I just said this prayer. I'm like, listen, just, just show me how blessed I am. I know how blessed I am, but just show me, just give me a, give me a sign. Give me some, send somebody my way, like really prove this to me. Even though I shouldn't be asking that I should have faith. We all should have faith. And not 15 minutes later, after that prayer, I had called an Uber to take me to the airport and a gentleman picked me up in this black Chevy Suburban. And like I always do, because I'm never the types that just sits there around people and not talking to them, <laughs> not digging in to find out what they're made of. I started asking the gentleman what his story was. I'm like, you know, hey man, what's your story? That's one of my favorite lines, by the way. And fellas, if you're single, it's a good line to use when you when you see a girl you're attracted to. Hey, what's your story? And usually they'll say, what do you mean by that? What do you mean story? <laughs> and this, by the way, this always worked back in the day. So I don't know if it still works nowadays, but <laughs> but but I'd say uh, they'd say, what do you mean by that? Like, no, everybody's got a story. What's your story? And then they they get into sharing their story, and then it's a great opportunity to really listen and learn about people. So anyway, I asked him what his story was. And this is where I was hit with the perspective that I had just asked for. The gentleman told me he was from Cuba. And he escaped, he escaped uh, Cuba in the late night. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five. Five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. 90s, away from the regime that they, they have to deal with there. But prior to leaving, he actually spent two years in jail in Cuba for having 21 U.S. dollars in his pocket and getting caught with it. Apparently, that's illegal to have U.S. dollars in Cuba. And he was put away for two years. <laughs> and, and I was sitting there thinking to myself, oh, my goodness, here we go. Like, this is what this is what I just asked for. And so I, I, I encouraged him. I said, tell me more. Tell me more. Because I can't like I can't even imagine being put in jail for having pieces of paper in my pocket. So he went on to tell me the story when he was released from prison. He decided he would rather die trying to get to the United States and out of Cuba rather than live under those conditions again. So he, he gathered eight other people and they planned their escape from that country. Now, as he's telling me the story, I'm just thinking to myself and comparing myself and my complaining that I did in my mind, my mood that I was just in, <laughs> I started comparing myself to the, to, to being in prison and saying, Oh my goodness, like, this is like, what am I, what am I doing? That's nothing compared to what he went through. Right. And so they gathered eight people together and planned their escape and they gathered six inner tubes, six large inner tubes obviously blown up, tied them together, and they made a raft out of six inner tubes. And one night they set out with paddles and a compass and whatever food that they could gather and fit on these six inner tubes. Now, 
I said to the guy, I said, listen, I don't understand. How did you find the United States? Like, how did you know you were going in the right direction? Because obviously it was going to be nighttime when they set out. So they weren't going to see the sun and be able to tell direction from the sun. And he said, we set out with a compass. And I said, well, did you know how long it was going to take? He said, no, we, we didn't have a clue. We just knew we were, getting heck, we were getting out of here and we'd rather die than stay here. And he said that every day that they made it through another day, they celebrated with thanks, the eight of them. Because each day went by, they were a step closer to freedom. And by the way, freedom to them was just arriving safe in the United States, not knowing how to speak English, no job, no money, no clothes or housing or shelter, not knowing the, the, what their next move was going to be as far as you know, being able to provide for themselves and their family. That was their freedom. And when I started thinking about freedom, before he, he, he was sharing that he didn't speak English back then, or like I, I was thinking, okay, freedom from this, this, this oppressive regime. But I, I didn't really lay into it in my mind about no English, no job, no money, no clothes, no housing, no food. But that was freedom to them. And by the way, after six days, they finally saw land. They finally ran into the waters of the Florida Keys. They made it near the shore and when the U.S. Coast Guard rescued them, they processed them. And my new friend was eventually sent to Portland, Oregon from Florida with $180 worth of food stamps and zero connections or relationships in the United States. So what did he do? Did he just use the $180 and then go to zero and be helpless, live on the streets, pitch a tent on a sidewalk? No, that's not what happened. He ended up going to school, learning English, getting a job for a waste management company on a trash truck. And after securing shelter, the job and basic living essentials, he put a plan together to get eight members of his family out of Cuba. You see, he was clear on his mission. He was clear. He didn't know how he was going to do it, but he was clear on his mission. And they started taking intentional action. I would call it massive action going towards the direction of his dream, which was to get to the United States, live in the United States, get a job, get shelter, get basic living essentials so that he could plan to get eight members of his family out of Cuba. Long story short, he did it. And I was talking to a gentleman that was driving a, a sleek black Chevy Suburban seven days a week in Miami now after getting his family into the United States, living in beautiful Miami, beautiful weather, and giving rides to people that mostly are complaining about their lives in his backseat. Now, after I heard that story, I thanked him because I needed that. And he had no, like, no clue that I'd prayed 15 minutes before that for a sign. You know, to, my, to, to me, there's no coincidence that he was my driver that day. He had set me straight what I couldn't do my, on my own at that moment. He got me back on target and has no idea how big a deal that is. For a guy like me with the power and the intent that I have, and the plans that I have, he doesn't know or nor understand the impact that he created 
on this planet and the valuable contribution he had made to my mission. So I'm going to ask of you today, be honest with yourself, be transparent, be vulnerable. I want to, I want to have some people share where they are right now, whether things are going great for you and maybe you're not as gracious as you need to be. Maybe you're not as aware of what is going on in the present time right now with your success. Maybe you're struggling, frustrated, disappointed, playing the victim role. Maybe you're drifting. You know, by the way, being being in a situation where you have goals and targets and things aren't going the way you want them to and being disappointed and, and discouraged is better than being in a situation where you don't have clear goals and targets, aiming big, thinking big, and just drifting. That's the worst scenario, by the way. But I want you to take a moment to put things in perspective today with me this morning. And I want to have some people share their thoughts on this, but also I want you, I want you to share about your personal situation if you're so inclined. Because the quicker that we can become aware of what we're going through at that moment and the quicker we can understand that there are tons of people on this planet that would love to switch places with you, the faster that we can get out of our funk and start to re-elevate, get back on the track of elevating in impacting lives on this planet and doing what we were called to do, which is to reach for our potential and help others do the same to become unstoppable, to live in the life of their dreams. So thank you for listening to that story. And I want to take the moment now to have some people share. And like I said, thoughts or where are you right now? And maybe what this story may have done for you after listening to the story. By the way, let's pay attention to the targets before we do, because we're at 197 and there's no reason we can't get four more right this moment. So if you have not shared the room, hit that little square, the bottom of the arrow, let's hit the target. So I don't have to look at it anymore. <laughs> and, and let's get rocking here. Hey, C-Rock. Yes. It's Nisha. What's up, you? Nisha? You know, just listening to you, first of all, thank you for your vulnerability and your shares, because I think it, it really helps people to identify and open up. And while you were talking, particularly the hotel um, story that you gave, it reminded me of something that I've dealt with. And I have to be very conscious to, to not let it sort of enter in. And that is always wanting the moment to be better, right? And so it's like, this is great, but, but it, it would be better if this was happening. And this is like almost perfect, but it, it would be even better if this was happening. And what I've learned is that, especially in the world we live in today, we know everything that's going on. Um, I watched a story on the news about a woman in Ukraine yesterday who was in a basement with her kids. And she's like, you know, this is our world now. She has three kids and um, her husband went out to, to, to help uh, with everything that's going on. And she's there by herself. And she's like, I just gotta make the most of it for my kids, you know, it's, it's happening. Um, but, you know, we will get through this. And I thought about the strength as I go on, you know, and I, I'm with my two kids and we're just doing our thing and, and, the, and, and, and how I had to kind of check myself about not really appreciating this life and the moments that we have, right? And, and how worse it could be for us. And so what I also realized is that, you know, when you have things that are unhealed, they will, they will come up when you least expect it, right? And so if there's something that you've experienced in your life and you don't really properly heal from it, 
the the wounds still just kind of open up and they come out. And so when you're having the moments of like, I don't feel grateful for this moment, think about the things that haven't healed and work to heal them. So you can really appreciate the beauty of right now, you know, and understand how truly blessed you are. And so I thank you for um, just bringing up that story because I think it calls us all out, but to pull us in to be better. So thank you. This is Nisha, I'm done speaking. Thank you for your share this morning. And I, I appreciate everybody, Nisha, you as well, uh, listening to that story this morning, because, you know, sometimes you get into a story and people just want to turn it off because they don't want to confront. Most people don't want to confront, right? But the way you handle things is being able to confront things, being able to lean into it. And what you find generally is it's not as bad as you've, your, your mind's telling you it is, right? So thanks for that share. Who else would like to go? Sean. All right, let's go to Sean and then Prof T. Good morning. Good morning. Um, incredible uh, this morning. And I just want to uh, literally thank you for the uh, gratefulness this morning. Uh, um, sometimes we think, you know, like, God, why us? Or why now? You know, we've done all the things correctly um, for me. Um, I married my high school sweetheart, um, Mr. Jess, Jet, rest his soul, and he uh, was just an incredible person and partner. You know, years later, having our daughter and whatnot, and then to have him murdered, um, that was like the first thing that could happen. But we get so down on ourselves because now I'm a young widow. I don't know what I'm going to do. And now, um, as I've moved forward in my life, I've run across several different widows and different young widows and being able to give them that testimony. But then as I do what I do now with young girls, it's like, how can we be grateful for that, that moment? You know, you don't expect your husband to be murdered, but how can you be grateful for that moment? You're like, why me? I, I did the right thing. I'm married. I didn't, you know, I didn't have a child out of wedlock. I did the right thing. How can I take this and move forward? And I was so in a bad place, but now being able to push that forward to other people and giving them the testimony. So sometimes I feel like we have to be grateful for whatever God gives to us, whatever he pours into us, whatever he um, give, gives us even as what we think is bad. It could be a process that could then turn in to something that will help somebody else, an addiction or whatever it is. So thank you so, so much for reminding us to continue to be grateful um, for everything. So thank you so much to Sean Smash Jet and I land my jet. You're, you're welcome. Thank you very much too. And Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.